Today's quote of the day comes from Bob Marley. It says, being vulnerable is the only way to allow your heart to feel true pleasure. I'm Craig. Behind the boards, we got Corden. Cross for me, we got Anthony and Daryl. Filling in for Saya. Filling in for Saya. Yeah, it feels weird not to say Josiah. <laughs> um, and then we got a special guest, Humboldt State student, alum. Wow. Welcome. Yes, sir. What's happening? Welcome to the J9 Squadcast. Bye. First and foremost, I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and let uh, Corden run um, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? You got the itinerary. Um, I don't have it on. Oh, okay. So, breaks. Breaks. How did everybody spend their break? I know you was traveling. Yeah. Tell us where you went. What did you do? So, I traveled to two places. Uh, recently, I came back from New York, and the other place I went to was Hawaii. I stayed in Maui when I was in Hawaii. I went there for a wedding. One of my cousins got married, one of my big cousins. So we were there for like a week. And it was crazy because the, the first week of school landed on that week. Mm. It was kind of bad, but, you know, we got through it. Luckily, Zoom, you know, this thing's so versatile that it just helped me, um, what do you call this, get my classes done and all that. But New York, New York's on a whole different level from every, like here in yeah. general. Like the food and everything over there is really just, it's just on point. I think uh, if anybody has a chance to go, you guys should go. You should visit New York one, at least once, but you'll probably like it. For sure. Oh, tonight. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know about tonight. Um, Daryl, what about you? What'd you do? Uh, for me, it was just straight up uh, work and school. Um, I don't remember how long the break was. What was it? About a month, month and a half. A month. So we we had a break in September. No, August? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so school started about in September, like mid-September. Uh, uh, what month is it now? Still September. September, right? September. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn. yeah, so right now it's like what? Our third, fourth week into school. Uh, right now I'm just balancing that between work and uh, my education. And yeah, feels good to be back. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Wow, what about you? What you been doing about last month, month and a half? Man, last month and a half, I've just been grinding, bro, going to work. You feel me? Working my two little jobs, trying to get right. You know what I'm saying? I would be uh, preparing more for school, but, you know, COVID had me messed up. It, it kind of threw me off, threw my whole plans off. So I'm going to take these little semesters off until everything settled down, everybody get everything figured out. Then I'm going to bounce back from my last couple semesters. So I'm just grinding it out right now, bro. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Uh, Corden, what about you? So I just want to say before I go into it, Craig, I don't think you know what today is. Is this one year mark? Yeah. Well, it was yesterday, but <laughs> yesterday was our uh, one year mark for our first episode that we released. So if you didn't know that, now you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was looking at the uh, the things, um, the little memories on uh, Snapchat, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." It caught me. It caught me all the way off guard. But, no, yeah. but so, I mean, during the whole break that we had, pretty much I just, um, I've been on school break, so I mean, I just been chilling, um, and then I actually just started school again this week, so I'm just trying to get used to everything and 
you know, so that I can get into the rhythm. I feel that. Um, me, I just basically been working the entire time. Um, picked up another job, uh, trying to get back in shape. I'm, I'm just doing too much. I'm burning myself out. I already know it. But yeah. Anywho, let's talk about the theme for this season, right? <clears throat> so the theme that we got on deck for season three, episode one, or well, season three in general, excuse me, we're going to be talking vulnerability. I don't think, especially as men, I don't think that gets talked about enough because we are supposed to put on this persona of being tough and being this hard shell um, and we can't show emotion. I don't think that's fair or right. So we're going to take the time to use this platform to kind of do that and shine some light on it in all aspects of life, right? So we came about this topic, or I should say, yeah, no, I'll say we. We came about this topic because um, either on air or off air via text, our co-host Josiah uh, said something that really kind of stuck with me um, the last episode that we had of season two. Uh, He said he liked the way that it was moving um, and something along the lines of, you know, basically like us being vulnerable, like changed the dynamic of the episode. And when I went back and I listened to that episode versus anything that we had recorded prior to it, I seen what he was talking about. I liked what he was talking about. So I figured why not make it a theme, right? In addition to that, we got food this season. So YouTube, TikTok, prepare to see us eating a lot. Open like, the box. Walla Mike. What's in the box? What's in the box? Open the box. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much how we came upon the theme uh, for this season. So we'll be talking vulnerability. If we have a listener that wants to, uh, you know, have their two cents or be heard, DM us. Let us know. We'll get you on um, at some point. All right. So with that being said, Wap, give us a bit of an introduction about yourself. Like, where are you from? What you, what you, what Intro, you, love? hey, and you feel me? I'm from the Bay, you know what I'm saying? Any I being here, you know what I'm talking about? Hey. 1990, baby, last of the Mohicans. You feel me? Kicked off these 90s, these 90s trends that's coming out, you know what I'm saying? I was the first year in that thing, you know what I'm saying? Dark skinned man out here holding it down for all the young black men, you feel me? So you could do anything you want to do, you know what I'm talking about? I'm a chemistry major, and a lot of people wouldn't guess that when they first see me or talk to me, you feel me? But it'd be a lot more going on between the ears than people give us credit for, you feel me? So that's really why I do what I do, just to, to shine my light any way I can to let everybody know you don't got to be a, a, a cookie-cutter, you know, outcome with somebody else thinks. You could do everything your way, you feel me, and make it happen for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Amen, so amen. I'm going to just keep it short and sweet with that right there, you feel me? I feel it, I feel it, bro. All right. So with that being said, let's talk about the quote that uh, I read earlier, right? want everybody to kind of take a second. I'm going to reread it, but take a second and really think about what's being said and tell me what it means to you, right? So the quote comes from Bob Marley. It says, being vulnerable is the only way to allow your heart to feel true pleasure. Read it one more time. Being vulnerable is the only way to allow your heart to feel true pleasure. So we'll start out with, uh, let's start out with Dorn. Go ahead. Trying to analyze and you know the quote. Yeah, no, you had that you had that look on your face. So I'm like, all right, let me catch you off guard real quick. Can you read the quote one more time? Yeah, it says give me one second, my phone, my phone keeper. First of all, I think we should define the term vulnerability. Yep. Okay. I know that there's like a lot of meanings to it. 
So we're going to cover, <laughs> we're going to, the, the goal this season is, is to try and cover as many aspects mm-hmm. of vulnerability as possible. But I think for all intensive purpose, all intensive purposes, we can go with the generic, like being open, um, being at your quote unquote weakest point with someone. We can use that as the definition of vulnerability. I don't like to say it's your weakest point because I feel like being vulnerable is is actually the strongest you can be. But some people will view it as their weakest because, you know, it's like, dang, I'm telling you something. I'm not going to tell someone else. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to tell the average show off the street. True. All right. You want to circle back around you? Yeah, because, yeah, just come right. back to me. All right, Wop, you want to lead this one off then? I mean, for me, I mean, is we on some Drake shit? Like, we on some, like, <laughs> you feel me? Drinking and driving, like, all vulnerable, my heart hurts? Or are we talking about the word vulnerable in general? Just the word vulnerable in general, for uh, for now. Because for me, bro, like, when I think of vulnerable, I'm thinking about being back at the crib, like, you feel me? Every day I step outside, I'm vulnerable, just off the strength, you feel me? I'm looked at different, and I got to face different adversities, you feel me? So I'm already at a disadvantage when I go outside, I'm vulnerable. You yep. feel me? When I get far. You feel me? That's, that's vulnerable. I'm putting myself in the hands of other drivers. You feel me? Like, when you're choosing whatever you eat or whatever you buy, whatever you indulge in, whoever you're around, you stay vulnerable. So, really, it's like, that's why I asked, are we on some Drake vulnerable? Like, my heart hurts or just in general? You <laughs> feel me? Because if we act in the worst vulnerability, I just feel like not even just being black in America, but you feel me being in the hood in general or being in situations, you feel me, where you're risking you know, life or risking penitentiary chances or whatever you're risking, you feel me, that's vulnerable. Yeah, let's uh okay, so let's do it from the emotional standpoint, but not so much of a Drake, but more of a I'm down on my last like only only my real people know about this type type vulnerable. If that makes sense, that makes sense for everybody. I mean, I feel what you're saying as far as that's the topic. So you mean like like have I been there or or what it's like to be there or or you mean just in like how do I feel about that in general? Because for me, I'm not trying to get to that point. And if I feel like I'm getting there, then I'm going to do whatever I can to get out of there. You feel me? Because yeah. I, I, like, I need control of my situation, my scenario. So if I'm feeling vulnerable, that means I'm losing control somewhere. Well, so I need to... Let's uh, double back to the quote real quick. Because uh, I, I do want to get your perspective on the quote before I hop into 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 that part. Because we, we are going to delve into that um, for sure. But quote says, being vulnerable is the only way to allow your heart to feel true pleasure. So I mean... Dang. Okay, so we did circle around quite a bit, but I guess, yeah, you could say it's on some Drake shit. And see, that's what I'm saying, because for me, like, I, I don't know if I really allow myself to be that vulnerable to somebody else to allow them to, you feel me? I guess in his perspective, make me feel as happy as I could be. You know what I'm saying? But that comes from, like I said, the other vulnerabilities in my life that make me more cautious, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's for anybody. Like, when anybody go through something, you realize, oh, I don't want to be in that position. So you put whatever guards up, you feel me? You get smarter, you you figure out different ways to maneuver. So like, you know, even though you're talking about that, at the end of the day, you feel me, whatever you've been vulnerable to before is gonna affect how vulnerable you are to whatever in the future. Right. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even think about it that way. But um I know for sure, for sure. Like with me, you know, looking at this quote, what I think about quickly is like just 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 being exposed really like and it's not not even on a on a bad tip just me sitting here allowing myself to to feel that feeling because you know i feel like at some point we've all been there but we we do yeah use it as a learning uh stepping stone so it's just more or less how you learn from it and how you grow from it 
that's that's kind of my take on it. I mean, it's it's kind of um, I'm trying to remember the quote, man. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much like in order. Say, all right, say the, say the quote one more time. All right, so the quote is: "Being vulnerable is the only way to allow your heart to be uh, to feel true pleasure." Okay, so it's it's just like um, in order. Oh man, I can't even. What's that? Say one more time. The last part. Uh, said allowing your heart to feel true pleasure. Yeah, to allow your heart to feel true pleasure. So it's like kind of like um, opening up your heart, I guess. I don't yeah, know, like in order to like to give love, to receive love, to care for others, you have to uh, be open and just you know be vulnerable into like you know giving and you know receiving that kind of thing. Right. Right. All right, y'all too. Uh, I know it's a lot that's been thrown around. It's kind of perfect since it's coming from Bob Marley. I know Bob Marley is very uh. I mean, I wish I was alive when he was still, you know, active. Uh, he was pretty um. How do you say it? He's the epitome of peace, love, positivity. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's that Rasta flow. You know what I, I mean? Like, I mean, uh, just the fact that you brought up Bob Marley. Uh, I know there's this um song called War. Yeah. Um, and he quoted um. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Haley Selassie. Yeah. That uh, one of his, so he had, he did put like his own stir of the quote in the, in the song. And it says, uh, I guess, the, until the philosophy which hold one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everywhere is war. So I guess it, I mean, I don't think that relates to anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think for the quote that you said, it's probably like, um, it must, uh, in order for us to feel what we want to feel as of like, um, the feeling of joy, it must take for us to be suffering. That makes sense. Like we must suffer in order for us to feel joy and happiness. Like, and yeah, you got that. I guess regarding that into life, there's always, you know, life challenges. It could be emotionally or mentally. And in order for us to be happy, we, there, you know, we, we have to like face those times. I, I could definitely see how you got that because being, yeah. you know, vulnerability yeah. isn't sunshine and roses. Like that, yeah. that is pretty painful. So I, I could see how you got that. Um, nah, feeling that, that, that was kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you got to really think like, bro, like that's why they say easy come, easy go or, or you feel me, whatever you got is worth it because of the struggle it took to get it you feel me or whenever they be like it's not the it's not the end point it's the journey it be all of that before you even appreciate something you know what i'm saying so brother just said something right there most definitely all right so you know okay so let's pop into it real quick so now we off the quote like what what's y'all's take on vulnerability like how how do, how do y'all feel about it uh as far as like it being in your life i know wap you t- you touched on it a bit you was basically talking about how like you it's not really an option. Like it's not an option. Yeah, is that, is that what you were saying? Like, did, did I interpret yeah, that right? Me, yeah, yeah. For me personally, yeah. And 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 that's why I've been thinking about it. I'm like, hold on, my thought I'm blowing. But for me, it's like, brother might be right because that's probably why I ain't really been able to really like lock down with nobody just because I'm not trying to put myself in that position. So I'm never gonna really allow myself to fully enjoy it. So brother might be right. Brother Bob Marley might be on to something. You know. <laughs> Let me let me ask you this then though, right? So we we all adults, we all almost thirty, and I, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you all the truth. I never would have guessed that by looking at him, 
because uh, when you see him, bro, you really think he's our age, like on the lower end of the twenties. But not to not to expose you or anything like that. But uh, thirty one. When I was born, nineteen ninety. Oh, hey, bro. <laughs> okay. Yep. See, I, I'm, <laughs> mm, I'm off. <laughs> All right. Say crack. You feel me? So we gonna just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Like what us what us getting older? What, what I was trying to say basically, what us getting older, bro? Do you think vulnerability for you has to become an option, right? Like has to be, like in order to to settle and and grow. And I'm 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 not I'm not gonna say mature, but I'm gonna say grow because you you are wise beyond your years from what I've seen. For sure, but that's what I'm saying. I'm cautious. I'm weary. You feel me? I'm not the I'm about to check something inside now before I get into it. You already know how I get down, like even moves in a club. Like before I did anything or said yes to anything, I made sure I knew how to do all parts. You feel me? And if somebody else couldn't pick up the slack, I could. But I don't know if I give somebody that for me. You feel me? For my life, life for real. Like give somebody else the power to like fuck up my situation. Oh yeah, right, we got an issue. I don't know if I could do that. You feel me? I don't know. So let me ask you this: and 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 the aspect of of marriage is that even an option? I mean, for me, just because I was raised in a church, I feel like it's supposed to be that way. But you feel me, me as my life experiences and how I feel about it, I don't know if I necessarily got to do all that. For sure. And then if you look historically, what marriage is for, it's kind of like, you know, it never was originally about love. It was more like a bargain. You feel me? And it's just trading. Like, oh, I got this for you. Or we're merging families to become a powerhouse. Or you feel me? It was all strategy. So like. If you're getting married strategically, then that makes sense, which is what these celebrities be doing. That's really what you're supposed to do. Get married, get your bag up, you feel me? Get what you can from each other and then learn and move on. You feel me? Like, yeah. So that's maybe I don't need to get married. Maybe I could just do that. You feel me? Off the cuff. Okay, okay. What about uh let's start with uh let's start with Daryl. Let's start with Daryl. Yeah. Got the Larry June on. I see. No way. <laughs> what was the question? Um how so and and how it pertains to your life. How do you feel about vulnerability? What, um, you know, how, how how do you feel about it in your life? I guess it's just ex- uh, to express yourself. I guess being open. Well, not, but I mean, like you, per- <laughs> you personally, though, you personally, like, do you do you feel like it's an asset? Do you feel like it's it's a deterrent? Like, because I like okay, for example, me, mm-hmm. right? I was kind of more or less like what, well, like vulnerabilities out like you, you ain't got time to show emotion but at mm-hmm. the same time you know me having gone through stuff and letting my guard down with people i see you know why it's that way mm-hmm. and i'm more or less like okay yeah nah it's out i can't do that right but i'm also you know kind of more or less like seeing the situation and how things play out i'm accepting of it too like i am appreciative of certain things that i've gone through because it's grown me to become the person that I am now. Right. So it's, it's more or less like, that's kind of like, that's kind of what I'm asking about you. Like, how, how do you feel about it? I guess it just happens, you know, like, no, like whatever you're going through, I guess <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a hard topic to talk about it. Oh yeah. Like you could ignore it, but it's like, you're facing something and like, I just, no matter how perfect or like not perfect you are, it's, there's <laughs> definitely levels to it. Yeah. But um Okay. Dorn. I'm a, I'm a hot back to you. Nah, that's cool. Uh, so I say I take it like as a stepping stone. So like I know that there's a lot of definitions of vulnerable uh, blah blah blah. 
the word, whatever, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it could be like your lowest point, your highest point, or even take people into open arms. I feel like it's kind of hard to do that. That's why a lot of people say, you know, they, they keep their circle small because they know like how they move. But for me, I'm kind of, I'm open to like, you know, meeting new people and all that, like as a new groups. Like you can't stick with the same group because then if all you guys do the same thing consistently, you're going to stay in that same mindset. So you have another group, they do something like a little different. This group does something a little different. And, you know, you use that for leverage. You use that to help you, you know, get get to where you're supposed to be in life. I'm glad you mentioned that. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm glad you mentioned that, though, because I think so for those of you who know Jeremiah, I think that was what was the beauty of him as a person. Because bro was literally that like key component to like really bring different groups together. And he let out the best of everybody in a sense of, you know, something that is is small and was between you two. You can have that conversation. And if you was if you was trying to bring something to the light and didn't know how to do it, he was kind of he was kind of that passageway to do so. Yeah. And he he allowed you to be vulnerable in that sense. So I like the way I, I like what you went with that. Yeah, so that, that's I mean that's how I feel about it. So that's deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't try to uh, what do you call it? I don't try to like try to keep my circle super big because you know once you start going up, some people start you know on the backside or whatever. Mm-hmm. They start trying to snake you, trying to do all this sus stuff around you, and it's just like there's no room for growth there. So that's why I think you know having. A cool amount of circle doesn't matter how many people, but if they keep it one hundred with you the, the whole time, then I think that's like it's the main thing you want. So, yeah, that's 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 how I see it. Everybody over here preaching today. <laughs> All right, Corden, you got to follow it up, man. So, I mean, for me, it's kind of similar to what Ant said, um, just being open. But I think the way I use vulnerability is kind of like. Um, like a learning tool pretty much. Mm -hmm. So like in order to learn, you have to be open to like, you know, making mistakes and, you know, just, you know, being able to uh, be open about uh, trying new things and stuff. So kind of like what he said, being open to meeting new people, meeting like different groups. um, And then it's just, yeah, I think that's, that's just pretty much how I see it as a, uh, how I see vulnerability. Okay. So, do y'all have a uh, a time that you can think of that uh, kind of swayed your decision? So, everything that you just told me right now, right? Yeah. Was there a breaking or making moment that brought you to that that uh, that decision of like you got to break it or you got to keep it moving? Well, no, something something that brought you to that stance of how you feel about vulnerability. Honestly, I've been like this since I was like a kid. I just grew up with it. You know what I mean? Like, like it was taught to you? Yeah, it was pretty much taught to me. Like just how we were taught in like elementary school, you know, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. You you don't want to treat somebody like shit, you know? Yeah. So if I never wanted to be treated like that, I just see everybody as equal. I mean, everybody's we're all human. You know, nobody's lower or higher than anybody. Unless you really, you know, you got that money, then obviously you can see people as lower as you uh, lower than you. That's what you know different pay uh, class. Right, right. But I'd say when you meet friends through another friend and that friend's like, you know, ain't acting straight or he's like, you know what I mean? Like he's not, 
he's cool with you at one point and the next like the next time you try to meet him or you try to talk to him he hella like ignores you and stuff and it's just like what the hell like what the heck has that got to do with anything you know what I mean like mm-hmm. we're just talking everything was cool then all of a sudden you just drop it and like nothing happened between you nothing nothing like ever yeah nothing occurred so it's like why are you coming out of me like out of nowhere so that I feel like that's why you can't be so vulnerable to all this stuff because you just have to like I see it as if anybody does that you just got to keep it moving Right. There's no other way. Like that, that guy's either gonna keep you from going down to rock bottom type of deal, or you gotta just, you know, trying to go to the top. So I feel that. All right, Wap. What about you, man? Um, is there anything that, like, kind of, kind of, um, made or break how you feel as far as uh vulnerability goes? Like, you know, um, is there like a learning a learning point, like? So Doran was just talking about like how it was taught to him, right? Like, is there anything that you may have experienced or was it was it taught to you too? How, how did that work? I mean, I will say it was taught to me. I'm going to just say, like me, I'm a type of person. I'm going to look at how other people move and see what doing don't work for them. And you feel me? Incorporate that for myself. So if I see something working for somebody else, then why am I going to try it? You feel me? Like, I don't feel like I'm so special or shit going to work for me that didn't work for the next man. You feel me? So I... I just learned how to not be so vulnerable. Like how bro was saying earlier, like I'm I'm not, you already know me, bro. I'm not even friendly, bro. Like I'm not trying, if I don't know you, I'm not trying to talk to you. Right. If, if, if you're a man, like you feel me, and if it's a female that's different, I'm trying to talk to her, get to know her, whatever that's different. But like just getting to know different dudes, like I'm not, I'm not really just into that. Just off the strength, like everybody got their own mission. Everybody got their own arterial motives and like, we all out here trying to be number one. You feel me? So like, when you when you get with people that you don't know, you feel me? Like, even you meet somebody like in college and you get cool, like, bro, you don't know what they've been doing for the past eighteen years before they got here, or twenty years, or however old they is when you met them. You feel me? The habits they got. So, right. I've always been like, you feel me? I'm about to see how you move before I even decide if we cool or we gonna even be having a conversation like that. You feel me? So, like I said before, like I just I watched other situations and scenarios and just decided not to be vulnerable. Now, let me ask you this. When you do, <clears throat> like, when you do decide to befriend somebody, right? Um, yeah. Are you, do, do you consider yourself letting your guard down? And and I'm not going to say being vulnerable with them, but like, yeah, letting your guard down, essentially. And and being comfortable? Or are, are you still kind of, do you, do you have to have, like, do you have to maintain that, that mentality of, you know, being shrewd just so that way they can't cross you or backdoor you or anything like that. Nah, because anybody I rock with, you feel me, they're the same way all the time. You feel me? Like, I don't mess with people that switch up or act different different scenarios. Like, everybody I rock with, whether I agree with everything they do or not, I know what I can count on them doing every day. I know I can count on what type of reactions they're going to have in different scenarios. So I know if I'm okay or not with that. You feel me? And I don't got to, just because we cool, you don't got to be my best friend. We ain't got to kick it every day and talk every day. You feel me? So it's like also knowing what distance somebody needs to be from you, what type of relationship it is, like a best friend, a cool friend, an acquaintance, an associate, you feel me, a coworker, whatever. Like, you feel me? It don't all got to be friend, best friend, all that. You feel me? So like I said, I'm going to just watch how you move. And if I decide that we cool, then you know what I'm saying? I'm not banking on you to do anything besides what I'm assuming you're going to be like every day. Like I said, oh yeah, I know bro get mad at this type of shit. He'd be on this type of shit. So whenever we're doing this and that, we can kick it. Whenever you're doing this and that, we can't. And that's just how we kick it. You feel me? 
Yeah, I feel that for sure. All right. Cord. Um, okay. So it's uh pretty much I mean, because you you guys obviously know that I I have a very like uh introverted and like reserved personality. So, you know, growing up, um especially I have an example actually. <laughs> um when I used to be in the military and you know, like the the like the beginning years, um uh when I was in the military. I was in Maryland and stuff, and uh, they pretty much, because I was in my schoolhouse, which is where you go to learn about like your MOS, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I was just chilling for most of the time. But uh, one day they decided uh, to put me in charge <laughs> of uh, all these students that um, lived in like our barracks with us. Mm-hmm. So this was, so there was like over 60, there's like 60 people in that building. And, um, you know, it kind of, it threw me off. Like I was really caught off guard because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, you know, they would put somebody like me in charge. So that, like that night I was just like, <laughs> I was like, fuck man, I'm not ready to do this right now. But, you know, eventually I kind of just, you know, had to decide for myself, like, you know, it's. You know, you have to start learning to be vulnerable, like we're talking about. So, um, you know, eventually I started to just, you know, open up more and, you know, I started to take on, you know, that kind of position. And, you know, I just, I did the best I could. So, you know, I just, I appreciate uh, the things that I learned from uh, that time. Sure. All right. Let me ask you guys this. <clears throat> and this will this will probably be like the, uh, one one of the final questions that I got. Culturally. Is it acceptable based off of what you've seen um, within your own people? So for those who don't know or those who may be watching um, when, when, when this gets posted, whether it be TikTok, YouTube, whatever, right? Corden, biracial. He's Mexican Samoan. Doran, I actually don't know. I want to say... I'm black Filipino. Yeah, okay. I thought that was a combo. Just wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, Daryl Laos, right? Yep. And then me and Whopper Black. Okay, so that's several different cultures. I wasn't keeping count. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, have y'all noticed within your community? So like, and I'm I'm gonna be real with you. So I can't even I can't even speak on Black community like that because I grew up in San Jose, East San Jose to be exact. So uh, any Black people that you've seen in San Jose, more than likely were on the South. I ain't grow up around people like that, so I I can't even comment on that. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and defer this one to Wop, but. Within your own cultures and 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 stuff like that, like have, have what, what's the take on being vulnerable? Like, is it is it allowed? Is it taboo? You know, what would y'all speak on it? Man, it's bad. It's bad. If you're vulnerable, you're the guppy. If you're vulnerable, you're the one who's getting robbed. If you're vulnerable, you're the one who's getting beat up. If you're vulnerable, you're the one who's getting cheated on. If you're vulnerable, you're the one who's gonna take L's. You're gonna be mad. You're gonna be put in a situation that somebody else puts you in. You feel me? So. Right. You know, it's bad. Don't don't let that happen. You feel me? Take charge. You feel me? And you and you make your situation what you want it to be. I ain't no vulnerable. You feel me? Now let me ask you this. Um, just to play a little devil's advocate, is it possible to be aggressive and vulnerable at the same time? Like I, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but I'm just, you know, average listener. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you feel me? If you get into it with somebody, you vulnerable because you don't know what the next man capable of. You can't say just because you're bigger than him or even if you're stronger than bro, like 
it don't matter. He he got something that that's better than you that he might, you know, know how to take advantage of and take you out. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, like, you know, anytime you being aggressive with somebody, you vulnerable because just because you think you could do something, he think he could do something too, or he may not know what he could do. But you know, when the, when the time coming, it's crunch time. You are gonna see what it really is. So, if you are being aggressive, then you are being vulnerable. You feel me? Because you're aggravating a, a, another aggravated reaction. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think for so for a Samoan family household, um, they're pretty much like close. So everybody's like pretty much close together. Like a lot of them, a lot of families, you know, they all still live together. Like the uh, with everything, like everybody's everybody's just together. But I think you know, uh, being in a Samoan household, I feel like there's this um, what do you call it? There's this. Um, you pretty much you have to be like strong, you know. You have to have like a strong mentality. You know, you have to have even like physically, you have to, like you have to be strong and just, you know, when it comes to vulnerability, you know, a lot of us don't like to be vulnerable, and you know, it's kind of like what we're talking about, like you know, uh, feelings, like sharing our feelings, or you know, just being vulnerable to everything. It's uh, it's looked down upon. So you kind of we pretty much just like put everything we hold everything in and then just yeah it's not really a good <laughs> it's not really a good um thing to do so man i just gotta ask do y'all ever cry like no i'm not and i'm not talking about Simone's in general <laughs> i just based off of what i heard wop say what i've heard you say like man do y'all ever cry and if y'all do is this something like where y'all just gotta like take Ooh. it to the back real quick <laughs> <laughs> did y'all ever cry hey bro you know it's crazy i was just telling somebody like uh, maybe like a week or two ago like i probably would have to force myself to cry you feel me like the last time i cried i tore my acl and meniscus you right feel me? that was the last time i cried but and on top of that i told the homie when i got in the car i was like Brett, don't say nothing to me just be quiet real quick i'm about to drop a few tears and i'm gonna be good but i had to try to let some tears out because it really hurt but i couldn't even really you feel me? My body wouldn't express that it was hurting, bro. That's how crazy it is, bro. Like, it'd be really tough to cry, and they can't even cry, bro. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm listening to everything that y'all are saying, and I'm just like, bro, realistically, man, it sounds like everybody has just become numb, and like, there is no, like, cognitive connection to the feelings that you have anymore. So it's like, like, it's just gone. So that's, that's, not, that's the only reason I had to ask that. Yeah, bro. That shit crazy, bro. That's crazy. Nigga, actually, you cry. Can you cry? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Daryl, go ahead. Um, I mean, you've been kind of quiet all night, but I don't know if, if it's because, like, I look, he just... I was listening to everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, my fault, man. I, I couldn't tell if I I mean, I did speak man. in the beginning. I was yeah. like, uh, I think for me, it was just when gro- uh, growing up, I don't think it's a cultural thing. Uh, it's, I guess it was just the way I was raised. And, like... uh. My dad, he's, you know, he's a pretty quiet guy too. Very um, introverted. You know, doesn't really like, I mean, you see, you know, you see him, he doesn't talk to people and all that stuff. But um, I think I just, I kind of lived the way that um, he was, you know, like to not show pain, to not show emotion, uh, no weakness and all that stuff. Like uh, I remember when I was in middle school, so like his father passed away and um. He like really showed no feeling and all. He, he, I mean, he he was quiet, but then he's always been quiet like that. Right. And then um, I, I remember, uh, I think maybe the night of 
kind of woke up in the morning or not morning, like midnight, maybe like 3, 2 a.m. And he was gone, you know. Uh, so I guess, you know, he went, you know, he went out by himself driving around or something. And then um, that was like really the first time I I saw him like act different, not active, you know, like I never saw weakness in him until that that time. And then uh, like regarding to me, how when I was growing up, uh, uh, there was a time when like I did show emotion and I kind of like showed emotion to my mom and, and she always told me like, oh, like, you know, why are you crying? You know, boys don't cry. Uh, you know, they like people will say if, you know, if they see you crying, uh, you know, you're weak or like you're not manly enough. I'm like, like, bro, like, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, that, that's how I, I was raised, I guess. And growing up, like now, I'm like 25. And there's, there's like times like, damn, like, I do I want to show emotion? Do I want to cry? Uh, you know, like, I still live to like, uh, you know, get like, be a man about it. So I feel like, I mean, I would say like now, like, I wouldn't be afraid to cry. It's just... It's kind of like what WAP said. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I just. Yeah, I don't, be scared. Be scared. I, I, got, I got no tears left. Yeah, I, I'll do it if it happens. I'll do it, but it just ain't. It ain't going down. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Okay. So this is me being vulnerable for a second. We know you crying, Craig. Hey, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> we know, bro, we know you crying, bro. Hey, it was one time, and it ain't never happened again. Mm-mm. <laughs> On me, can't let it happen. But no, um, we, uh, so 2018. Let's let's flash back real quick. 2018, November 2018, November 24th or 23rd, 24th, 2018. We lost our friend, right? Me and Corden was in the same car together. We drove out to the hospital. We we went to two different hospitals, right? Um, because we was told two different hospitals. So we gun it. We get to the hospital that our friend is at. We we don't necessarily know that he's gone yet. We we still waiting to figure out because they're telling us that they need a family member. Family member gets there and a family member lets us know. I remember I was holding up pretty strong all the way up until I had to word vomit it to my mom because, you know, at that time, mind you, I'm 23 years old, but like still, you know, parents are going to worry. So she blowing my phone up trying to figure out where I'm at and then I let her know. That's when I broke down and I just, I lost it. Like I couldn't contain anything, right? Corden, on the other hand, I think I, I would have to say, to be real with y'all, he contained the emotion for the both of us because I could see the hurt in his eyes, but he couldn't, he he couldn't let a tear fall. I seen that and I appreciated that. Um, We get to the funeral, I could see the hurt in his eyes still. And maybe he cried like on, on the low, like by himself. I don't know. But he couldn't let a tear fall, and all I could do was appreciate it because the strength that I didn't have at that moment, I knew he was carrying on his back, and he shouldered just as much of it as uh, I could have. So, you know, we we hop on the subject of crying and and stuff like that, and I'm just it, it brought back that memory, and that's all. But I, yeah, yeah, R.I.P. to your man's. Yeah. So I mean, I I mean, bring down the the mood or anything, but <laughs> um, I mean, shit. Oh, thing is, right? You we just talking about it. You might as well get there then, mm-hmm. right? So that's what we're hoping for, honestly. But um, yeah. Any 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 final thoughts on the topic from anybody? I know it was 
It seemed like a blur, but we had 40 something minutes, so <laughs> it's a lot of me talking. <laughs> uh, nope. Oh, no, no, nothing. All right. Well, well, appreciate you joining us. I mean, we, we was finally able to get this collab going. Um, definitely hope we get you back on soon, man. Yeah, go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? Let me know, and then we can make it happen again, Brody. Hell yeah. We got to, <laughs> matter of fact, we got to get you and Mitch on here at the same time talking about, uh, talking nah, about. Nah, nah. See, that'd be too much ping pong going on, bro. It'd be hella <laughs> shit going on. Bro, it's going to be too active. Nah, man. I need y'all to talk about leadership one day, bro. Um, both y'all together because y'all are, y'all are both lions, sharks, man. So I, I need that. It's good. Yep, yep. Appreciate you, man. I'll uh, I'll tap in with you in a little bit. All right, bro. Y'all be smooth, fam. Yeah, me too. Appreciate Appreciate you, bro. All right. Later. All right. So, with that being said, like... Well, do we even... Well, go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What did you... Well, no. I was just talking about... I was Do we even talk about, like, what we're doing exactly this season? We didn't. So... (laughs) Now we'll talk about... Yeah, I I thought about that afterward, and I'm like, hmm. We didn't even mention that. So... Yeah, that was a crappy drum roll. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Daryl. Yeah, what's up? This one's on you, man. Because you... Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer, right? So, we was talking in the group chat. We we was talking in the group chat. We had a FaceTime. Mind you, I'm running off like two, three hours of sleep. Me and him are saying the same thing. And <laughs> my combative mind was like, no, it has to run this way. And he's like, no, it has to run this way. And I'm like, I just said that. And then, outside perspective... Corden comes in and he's like, y'all are saying the same thing. <laughs> Him and Josiah got it. I think, I'm pretty sure Daryl got it. It was just me being slow. So I'm still kind of running off of a few hours of sleep. I'm going to let you go ahead and explain this off. So what are we doing this season exactly? Uh, so we're doing the segments, right? Yeah. So between, okay. uh, between segments and food. Okay, so this out. season we're trying to bring, uh, <laughs> we're trying to do some segments of uh, food. I guess it it does kind of it's like one plus one because uh you know food is life you know food gets us living it's cultural uh, it brings people together and I think um yeah did I say it gets us through life yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and uh you know we'll do each episode we'll do a segment of uh, what we're eating and uh, it would be perfect if you know we do find a Food business. Uh, well, you, you, yeah, you could be. So if it could be locally or like mom and pop owned, uh, we we'll take anybody. We prefer not yeah. to do franchises because everybody like if we went to like a local Little Caesars and was like, hey man, we want to <laughs> interview. Like everybody knows what Little Caesars tastes like, right? Yeah. But you know, if we're going to a spot like like Jackie's place or Hot Boys in uh in Oakland or um. What's what's another spot? Pops over over San Jose, like Pops Burrito, right? I don't I don't know the name of the place, but the, the corner store is Pops, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, like if we go into any of those spots, and you know, we straight up was like, "Hey, we want to talk with you," like, and with the with the theme being vulnerability, like there's a lot that we could talk about. Um, there's a lot to to make it tie, but more or less, you know. When we have these segments, it would be preferred that we speak with the owner and let them, you know, get, get to shine a, get to shine a light on them and give them the appreciation. 
for not only the good food that they're making for us, but you know, like how it came about and stuff like that. So, but okay, let me ask you this: What are we doing when we don't have? Uh, hey, we'll still do um, still do this segment. You know, it'll be uh, I shouldn't say it like this. Uh, well, it's a free promo, I guess. You know, like every everyone that's running a business should be eating. You know, right. Everybody eats B. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Shout out Peyton Fool. Uh but yeah, I mean if whoever wants to give a wants to give out a recommendation, we'll be happy gladly to try that spot out. Yeah. So since, and, oh, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, since this is going on YouTube, <laughs> go ahead, drop a comment, let us know. Uh if you have a if you have a food spot, we're we're stationed in the Bay Area. That's our flagship, right? So we could go anywhere from the south to the east. Let us know. And even if we can't find anyone to interview that in, uh, involves in food, like uh, we'll be happy to interview anyone that's like grinding out there, you know, in like performing arts, uh, music, uh, just whatever you're doing, you know, out there. <laughs> Honestly, we appreciate any like, and everybody. Yeah. Now go ahead and just flash that shirt. I- I'm sorry, it- it's caught um, my attention. I know where it's from. We need to flash that shirt, but yeah, flash them both. We'll do that. This is uh let me go grab it for you. The brand's <laughs> called the uh, Midnight Organic. Oh, he's gonna grab it. Yeah, but just make sure if you for the one year while where you're sitting at and just perfect hold it. Yeah. Oh my bad. A beer. Right. <laughs> hold it up a little bit. There you go. Yeah, it's the one. That's for the one year. Good. Y'all y'all want that? Tap in with us. Yeah, man. Hit our hit our uh hit our DMs. We'll take your size and um, get, give us some time. We got stickers too. We, uh, we've been lagging, but uh, working on it. <laughs> working right. on it. <laughs> uh, y'all got stickers? Here with this. Y'all got free stickers to show them? I mean, it's on. Got it on his laptop right there. Hold on, I got, I got the box. It's good. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got stickers. Um. Hit our DMs so that way we have, you know, some sort of like record <laughs> of you asking. Because if, uh, if if you just ask an individual and they forget to tell me, I can't bring the stickers down so you can get your stickers. <laughs> so these are the two designs we have. I'm going to go ahead and give these to Cord and let Cord and show y'all. Let them let soak it in. We will pay you to take these stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also want to add too. Uh, I mean, we'll listen to y'all. Uh, let us know what you want us to do in our episodes. What even like you want to do a sports segment? We can do that too. Talk about how them Niners are two and zero. What they gonna do with that running back position? I'm sorry. Talk about uh, scores. I know we're not uh, we're not anything like a sports analyst or stuff, but you know, hey. we'll share our thoughts. Anybody can be I'm, a sports analyst. I'm no I'm no Charles Barkley or anything. I'm talking about. Krispy Kremes, but Skip Bayless? <clears throat> Warzone loadouts. Hey. <laughs> huh? That is something I don't know about. I suck at Call of Duty. <laughs> True. Well, yeah. What are you can't say anything. What are y'all looking forward into eating for like future episodes? <clears throat> and that's why I asked if uh our audience, you guys have anything to recommend, we'll be happy to try. We definitely gotta uh address that TikTok situation. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping that. Huh. 
y'all wanted to do a burger segment. That's, I, that's why. Uh, <laughs> okay, but we're not going to like the best burger spot. We're just finding burger places. I wasn't gonna say we had to go to the best burger spot, but we could definitely address it by you know everybody getting something from In and Out that they like, just so that way everybody don't got one burger. <laughs> no, but okay, one on. burger on the and menu. So, one burger. <laughs> Look. Meat, cheese, bun. <laughs> it's really just one burger. But think about it this way, because that's that's what everybody get, right? You want a variation? Two patties. When I go, I get a four by four with some animal fries, and I'll get like a large pink lemonade. But okay. at the end of the but, day, hey, a, it's still the same. Yeah. <laughs> a four by four patties. is the same as a single. Hey, some people ain't never seen that though. Like real talk, if you it's okay, just, did you see anything like that in New York when you was out there? They got Burgers? chopped cheese, man. No, they got chopped, <laughs> chopped cheese. Is fire, though. But no, no I, I, I'm talking about like a four by four style burger, like where you got four patties, four. Yeah, you, know, you, you see four some patties and chop it and put in the chopped cheese. <laughs> That's really what chopped cheese is, though. Hey, is hamburger meat? Okay, you know what? Hawaii. You Hawaii. see anything like that in Hawaii? Mm, New York. I was about to say, do they have an In-N-Out? Don't. They don't got an In-N-Out. Okay, yeah. I was like, man, because we got... I wouldn't even that. say they have a really, like a lot of burger spots, especially around Maui, around that area. I'm right, talking about sure. Hawaii now. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm like, there has to be a point where we... Where I don't even think they have a staple a burger A lot of spot. cultural food, their culture. Yeah. Right. So, so. That's why I think this whole uh, food thing is very important. You know, food is... Style. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple... It ties into cultures. It helps us understand others and all that there's for sure a couple of spots that i want to try that um i know y'all put me on to honestly like for sure for sure like even what after was, this what was it i want to go get some boba oh yeah yeah even boba like, <laughs> boba is very yeah, like now there's so many spots out here though right i'm like i got a little it's like one probably like a mile away or probably less than a mile away you mm-hmm. know so it was kind of hard to yeah really like pick and choose imagine if we did a whole season review on boba just going you around really driving. Can. You really can. Yeah. San Jose has so many spots. Like, Forget San Jose for a second. Bro, I'm out in the East Bay. Even if you go out to East Bay, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they got a lot of spots too. Mm-hmm. So there's like three in the... Mm, I mean, let me stop. Three like a mile away from each right. other. Right, exactly. I'm like, there's one in the mall for sure. But then <laughs> yeah. you go not even a quarter mile away and you find two or three other spots. Yeah. I was out in uh, Pacifica. I don't know if you guys know where that is. Yep. They have a boba spot there. <laughs> they have a what? They have a boba spot there. Oh, okay, okay. That's pretty good, actually. Like, so, uh, that's that's why I think. What was I saying earlier? I was so very diverse. Yeah. Like, I, when I was younger, you know, like I always thought boba was like an Asian thing, you know, and like, like I actually looked it up. I think it was originated in Taiwan or something. And like you look at it now, it's like it's like so many people into boba, right? People of color and. Uh, Races, nationalities, or something. Uh, they even and like, have, it's even, there's even one black owned boba spot. They even Shout have out Larry uh, June. Yeah. They have mobile, or is it like a mobile? It's like a truck. Uh, yeah, like a food truck. A boba truck? A boba truck. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, that, uh, <laughs> that one that was at Foodie Line, I think that was Tongan on, no? <laughs> Tongan with the Just because it has a Tongan <laughs> oh No, no, God. no. The, the lady had a full on, like, <laughs> fit. And like, I, I asked her about it when I was there, and she was like, "Yeah, no, I'm talking." I was like, "Oh, bet. but like, no, you know, it's a problem. Yeah, why not? I don't. That's the only reason I said that. I was like that because you know, it's it's culturally impacting. I'll put it that way. Like, it's it's something that um that's grabbed everybody. 
mm-hmm. in, in a good way. Yeah, but to answer Daryl's question, well, what was my question? I think it was like, <laughs> what is it that you're looking forward to? Oh yeah, for the food thing. Um, I think it's just just eating food, man. <laughs> yeah. I just like eating food. Yeah, just like that. I'm sorry. I needed to. I'm hungry. Yeah. We all hungry. Did y'all not eat? Not we ate before you came. Okay. I'm like, am I the only one that's eating, bro? Hold up. We still got slices, though. I kind of saved. Well, I think we all saved some. Yeah. So. All right. So with that being said, thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to us for a year plus. Um, And thank you for allowing us to grow platforms. With that being said, how to get all the food out of my mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, behind the board, behind the boards, we got Corden. Across from me, we got, oh my gosh. This is going to get my name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, run it hey, back, on, run it back. Hold on, hold on, this hold is on, the Quiet on, Storm on. with J9 Squad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we still giving out socials because still might be a couple new people. Could, right. I do a, could I do a little uh, Quiet Storm? Narration. Go for it. As long as you <laughs> plug the socials in, yeah. Like ours? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The 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 squad gas. Oh yeah. Okay. When I do this, you gotta uh, you gotta add a little uh, thunder noise. Nah, we're doing that that quiet storm stuff. R and B radio station. <laughs> you gotta add the smooth operator. Uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I don't want to do it over. Music. Ah. Oh yeah. You want to give out your socials? Oh yeah, so you can follow me on uh, probably like Instagram or uh, I was gonna say Snapchat, but you know Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat a little different now. Nah, I don't I don't stream. I got bad internet at home. But, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on like Instagram or uh, Twitter. It's a uh, I Dorn D O R N I T underscore. So I Dorn it. It's like I do it, but I Dorn it. It's my last name. So yeah, catch find me there. Right, right. All right, season three, and I guarantee you, I still don't know our socials, but um, <laughs> got it. We got our Twitter, Instagram at the J Nine Squadcast. Mm-hmm. That's the Instagram, Twitter, uh, our Twitter, J Nine underscore Show, and you can catch. Oh no, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're now going on YouTube. Now on YouTube. What's up? That's now on YouTube. Now on. I'm trying to do the quiet store. This is a quad storm with J Night Squad Gas. Sounds more like. Don't forget to follow. <laughs> At Instagram. I mean. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty sure it's not that hard to find us. Yeah. We're, we're probably the only people that use the word squadcast. So we should probably get that uh, patented. Nah. Hey, man. Well, y'all, you want to put your stuff out? Your, your socials? Hmm. I'm gonna just put your socials out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Hey man, I only follow friends and family. Never know, man. Man? <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's what you wanted, man. Don't forget yeah. to follow at Garcia. G-A-R-I-C-U-H-H. Yeah, that's I'm not gonna explain it. Just <laughs> and Mr. Thompson at we like double D's. That's all I gotta say. God dang it, Craig. No, literally. Look at my anything. T H O M P S O N K I D D. There it is. At Simple Man, Kid. man. 
kid with two D's. Told you, we like double D's. Now how you take that, that's on you. (laughs) 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 Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. Simple math, he understands. Just take us out. Literally, just take us out. All right, behind the boards, we got Corden. Across from me, we got Dorn. We got Daryl. We're missing Josiah, but hey, bro, we love you, man. We'll see you next episode. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. We'll see you next episode. Heck yeah. From us to you, this is J9 Squadcast. Peace, love, positivity. We move. Peace, love, positivity.